0: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday
1: edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available
2: on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans, and welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, my guy Brandon Scott. The Wizards beat the Sacramento Kings, on friday night 125 to 111 we're going to talk about that and rumors that the wizards will trade kyle kuzma for john collins let's get to it
1: you are locked on wizards your daily washington wizards podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
2: Thank you guys are making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First-time users can receive 100 percent instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's PrizePicks.com promo code Locked On. So the Wizards took care of business against the Sacramento Kings, 125 to 111 on the road. They were up by 30 at one point. Uh, West Till Jr. started. Daniel Gafford with Chris Taps for the first time this season which was definitely interesting. What were what was the, what was your main takeaway from the game? What was your biggest reason why they won the game against the Sacramento Kings? And how was so, your holiday?
3: Oh, first of all, man, the holiday was man, it was great. <laughs> Ate a lot, <laughs> drank a little bit, so you know, I definitely felt blessed this holiday, man. Um, yes sir. Well, what can I say? This was a big win, man, and I think the biggest reason for that was this lineup. Man, this is the lineup that I think that everybody wanted to see, a big lineup, man. You know, Gaff, KP, Kuz at the three. I think this was – I think this is the lineup that if we're serious about turning the season around, this is the lineup I play. I was – man, this is my favorite lineup. This was – I mean, Gaff – I mean, look at it, man. Kuz, I think he was – I think him playing him at the three, I think that could be a better position than the four because, you know, 32 points, 14 for 23. He played well. Bradley Bill, 24 points two from four from three. So 50, uh, 50% from three. So, I mean, this was a good lineup, you know, Monte, you know, got in his element and distributed ball five assists, but you know, 16 points. So Monte had a good game, but most importantly, Rui Hachimura showed up and I don't know if you've had some feelings about those <laughs> trade news, man, but I mean, he responded 21 points, man, nine for 15 at one point he was six for six. So, I mean, he was efficient. You know, he was a scoring self he, he just, you know, it goes to show how, you know how good of a three-level score he is. You know, he can score it well. You know, he, you know, he's just he was incredible. The bench was better. Um, Kisper showed up nine points, Taj Gibson, eight points, but one person was missing. Will the thrill was not <laughs> did not play. So that shows you, you know, we, we said it time and time again that you know he could find when you start getting these guys back from injury, he's gonna find himself out of the rotation in the shows because you know he was non-existent. So man, this was a much needed win, big win. You know, blowing them out. You know, ending the the uh, six game road trip with a win. So, no, I'm very impressed with the team.
2: Definitely, yeah. I know we said um, we both said that they were going to go one and six. They ended up going two and five, beating the Suns and the Kings. Um, this is a big win. The Kings are a good team. They're 17 and 14. They're they're definitely in the playoff race and the playoff hunt in the Western Conference. Sabonis is a great is a good player. Fox is a good player. They got some good players on that team. And we basically ran them out of the gym. We were up by 30. We had a bunch of fast break points. Uh, Kuzma was getting downhill, getting in transition, had a couple dunks. Um, you know, some Euro steps to the basket. Um, other guys stepped up. The bench stepped up. DeLon Wright being in the lineup was huge. The Wizards are 4-1 and one with DeLon Wright um, playing for the Wizards this year. Um, he had eight assists, two points. Uh, but like you said, Rui, man, he was hot, man, posting up, facing up, mid-range shot, getting to the basket. Um, he really was a three-level scorer out there, three for seven from the three-point line. Like you said, yeah, he definitely heard those rumors or, you know, for the trade report um, for Jay Crowder. He definitely heard. I know he's definitely heard about that uh, for sure. And he stepped up to the challenge that we've been asking for the bench to step up um, and and help the starters out. And, you know, Rui 21, Todd Gibson came in and played well, eight points. Um, Corey Kisper with nine. He was good in transition as well. He, He had a dunk or two um the bench showed up this was probably our best game from the bench unfortunately jordan goodwin didn't get a, didn't get a chance to get on the floor he was a dmp coach's decision like you said will barton didn't play but you know when he comes back where is he gonna fit in the rotation and i did like the gafford and in, in, uh, porzingis lineup. now gafford did get in early foul foul trouble against the bonus the bonus is just a tough cover and this wasn't porzingis best game uh, la- uh, a couple nights ago but he he rebounded the ball well he was pushing the pace out out um out letting the ball um, and we were pushing the pace. That's just where we're at. we're at our best. And there wasn't a lot of isolation ball. Brad was scoring in the flow of the offense. It wasn't just you know guys looking around, standing around, watching him dribble uh, the ball. You know, a couple, uh, you know, eighty times to score. Um, the ball was on a string. They were moving the ball. Unselfish basketball. A lot of fast break points. They barely turned the ball over. In the first, I think they only had one turnover in the first half. And like eighteen assists. They ended the game with thirty assists. So this was beautiful basketball. This is a winning formula for the Wizards moving the ball, pushing the pace, running in in transition, getting stops. And I think the long right coming back as well is definitely going to help their point of attack defense for sure. So um, this is a big win. They needed this bad. And, um, you know, they shot better from the field, 55% from the field, Uh, 70 points in the paint. They were up by 30 at one point, 24 fast break points, uh, nine steals that led to fast break. So I was impressed. Monte Morris, this was probably his best game as a wizard. He saw the alley hoop to Kyle Kuzma. And uh, they dapped each other up after that, too. So um, th- they looked like they had fun as well. So um, I was really happy to see this win.
3: Well, this is, you know, I think this is the selling for this team. When they play team basketball, this is the ceiling. I mean, it's beautiful music when they play like this, man. I mean, it's they played well. I mean, I was very impressed it was a team win. I mean, like you said, they had fun. The ball movement was fluid. You know, we said in offseason, man, as the biggest keys of this team being successful this season was pushing the pace and defensive presence. So, when they play defense as a team, when they push the pace, when they play team basketball, this is a good team. You know, and that's why I think a lot of people are feeling the way they are about the season because there is a lot of talent on this team. I mean, there's a lot of talent. So, no, nah, this is – to me, this is best-case scenario. When this, when this, If this team – I think the biggest thing I'm going to point out is consistency. How do they respond? You know, because we haven't been very consistent. So, I mean, it's a very impressive win, but especially going back home, you know, how do we respond? Because if they can keep this consistent play, we could get out of this hole. Now, you know, I know, I know there's people out there talking about Tank, but, I mean, there's, there's a lot of talent. You know, so when when all the moving pieces are moving together, man, this is a really, really good team. So, now, like you said, you know, nine steals, four blocks, that's defense. That's defense. You know, that's what I want to see. 70 points in the paint. Whoa. Anytime you score 70 in the paint, you're going to win that game. So, you know what I mean? This was just an impressive win and it's much needed. So. Yeah, I'm very, very happy with this team, man. Mm-hmm.
2: Definitely, yeah. Uh, Rui had a really nice pass to Porzingis. It was like a hook shot type of pass to Porzingis for a dunk. I remember I wrote that on my notes because the game did happen a couple, a uh, couple days ago over the holiday. Um, I know Daniel Gafford had a pass through the legs. I think it was through Sabonis's legs to Porzingis, and he finished it off for a dunk as well. And uh, the Kings played a lot of zone. They started to press us. Um, we struggled against the press. We let them come back. We were about thirty. We ended up winning by fifteen. But I think. We did enough to take care of business. So I was impressed with the win. So um, we're going to get to some injury report news about Denny and Will Barton. And then we're going to talk about the Kyle Kuzma and John Collins uh, rumor. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks um, is super easy. This is how it works you pick two to six players, and if they will go score more or less than their prize picks projection, you're going up to 25 times your money on any entry. Pick two to six players. This is basically over unders. So I know Kyle Kuzma, his over-under is usually 22 and a half. Bradley Bill's about 24. Last game, he didn't hit it with 24, but Kyle Kuzma smashed it with 35. He had 30, 30, I want to say 30 points against the Kings. He really took over and dominated that game. So if you would have picked Kuzma on price picks to pick his over, then you would have won that. So it's super easy. You just pick two to six players, just over-unders. You can pick four to six players. Even if you get four out of six players right out of six picks, you still get – paid up to two times your money no competing against other people it's just you versus the projections available price Bricks offers projections on any sport that you watch this includes nba nfl mlb nhl and more entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's that easy safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states and canada download the price Bricks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports first time users can receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to hundred dollars with promo code locked on if you deposit $100, Prizepicks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prizepicks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: So thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now check out Locked On Sports today for your news, for the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less. Plus, instant reactions, game recaps, and locked ones take of the day. Locked on Sports today, available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so I guess we'll talk about the injury report um, real quick. I'm going to bring this up um, about Denny because Denny missed the last game um, against the Kings. Will Barton was out as well. Um, I just I saw I saw a report about this. I'm, I'm pulling up just give me a couple seconds here, so. Um, this is from Josh Robbins on the athlete, from The Athletic. He says, Denny Avdia, who missed Washington's last two games because of lower back soreness, was a partial participant in the team's practice today. Wes Unsell Jr. said, Will Barton, also with lower back soreness, also was a partial participant. Washington will host Philly tomorrow night. So what are your thoughts on the injuries for those guys, if they do play or, or if they don't? I mean, for once,
3: I think we're good because you're starting to get key guys back. So I'm not really concerned. Now Denny, the question is where does he go when he comes back? Do you slide him back into the starting unit or do you roll forward with Kuz at the 3? So that's a good question. Where does he but you know Barton you know he's been struggling so are they really going to miss him? <laughs> I mean, was he going to play anyways, you know? So, you know, you know, give the brothers some rest, man, but you know like <laughs> cuz <'cause, laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I'm not worried, man, cuz we're starting to get key guys back, you know, Delon, right. That's, that's a key move, man. You know, who would have thought that his acquisition would be one of the most, you know, important acquisitions we made this offseason? season because, you know, he's been central to this de- team defensively. You can, you really can call him the defensive leader because, you know, as you can see, they're a better team when he's on the court, you know, when he's there, you know, so it's just, I think we're good, man. I'm not too concerned.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, you would like to have as many healthy guys as possible. But I think, you know, with this roster, I think less is more. Um, I think guys figure out their roles more. They get more shots and more usage and they get more comfortable. They get their legs under them and they get more of a rhythm rather than us having, you know, 10 or 11 guys playing. Um, I I know they had 10 guys playing, but I I think 10 or nine is a good rotation. Uh, Will yeah, he's just struggled this year. I found a stat on him. The lowest, lowest field goal percentage with a minimum of 300 field goals missed Per 82 team games by a player in the 2022-2023 season, uh, Will Barton is second to last. Killian Hayes is is last. So they that's just showing that they haven't shot the ball well at all. Will Barton shot, his focal percentage is 37 percent right now. So he's struggling to shoot the ball. He's struggling to defend. I like Will a lot, but he you know he just takes some really tough shots. His shot selection is he takes a lot of tough shots, and I think they just need to move the ball more. If he does get in, uh, he just needs to move the ball more when he gets in there. Um, of course, they can use Denny's de- defense. So I hope they both um, have a speedy recovery for sure. Uh, but like you said, with Kuz at the three, that's a good point, man. I think Kuz plays plays well at the. Th- I think he plays well at the three or four. But I think you know he just he looked like he had more opportunities to go to work when he was at the three. So, um, but yeah, let's let's get into the trade talk here. So this is from Flex from Jersey. He is uh, he is a radio host on 98.7 for the Suns post-game show. Um, he's also with the K- KSRN in Arizona. Um, this is the tweet that he put out. He works for Fox 10 Phoenix. He is a Suns insider as well. Um, so he had a report on December 7th saying that can, can, he can confirm from multiple sources that the Suns are interested and have had multiple conversations about Kyle Kuzma. A deal between Phoenix, Atlanta, and Washington has been discussed. Kuzma has always been a player of interest to James Jones and the Suns. I'm told interest is mutual. That was on December 7th. Then on Christmas Day, he tweets out, can confirm from multiple sources that Kyle Kuzma is indeed the primary target for the Suns in trade discussions. As mentioned below, I'm told a deal involving Washington and Atlanta that would send John Collins to the Wizards is the deal being discussed. Suns absolutely want Kuzma. So what are your thoughts about that? So Flex from Jersey also. Um, when you click on his profile, you know Twitter. There's like a new um, Twitter Blue. You have to subscribe to it. It's like eight ninety nine or something like that. So I know people get into that for sure because you know if you have a blue check, that means you know you're more credentialed or you're a media member. And then if you know if you subscribe to Twitter Blue, you're not you're not a credential media member. So I know people take a lot of stock into that for sure. Um, all that aside, though, what are your thoughts about the report? Do you think it's true or not? And then if they if the Wizards even do do a move like that, do you think? that's a good or a bad move for the Wizards.
3: You know, as they say, when there's smoke, there's fire. I think there's, there's some truth to that. Um, well, I mean, if they're intent on building around Brad, then I think the most positive standpoint you can have on a potential trade with John Collins coming to D.C. would be financial stability at the four. I you mean, know, because it's not guaranteed that if Kyle Kuzma goes into free agency that he's going to resign. So you got a, a four who's got a very similar skill set. You know, he can defend – he can't shoot from the three. He's not a, you know, a sharpshooter, but he's got the capability. He's athletic. You know, you he, he can get some some dunks. So there's definitely potential there. But it's a lateral move. You know, I don't see us really climbing the ladder up the east with the move because, like I said, you're just replacing one guy for another. And just really is it's financial stability as far as that position. So but I would invite it because, you know, we need more athleticism. You know, we've been saying that we need more athletic guys. So he's got a little chip on his shoulders. So because, I mean, he's been in trade talks about the last three years. So, you know, he's definitely going to have a chip on his shoulders, especially when we go to the ATL. So I'm not I'm not hesitant to make that move. I would make it.
2: Yeah, I I don't like the move, honestly. I really wish in a perfect world they could keep Kuz because he's playing really well, man. He's a he's a really good ball player. Um like you said, I think it's a lateral move. I actually think at times it's a downgrade. John Collins hasn't played well this year. He's 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 been off, and then honestly, he needs a point guard that can set him up. You know, he's played with Trey Young. He needs lobs, um, a lot of assisted baskets. You know, that's his game is getting lobs or running the floor. He can shoot the three a little bit, but he can't put the ball on the floor. He's not going to create any shots for himself like Kuz. Kuz can actually put the ball on, on the floor and get to the basket and, you know, hit mid-range shots, jumpers, all kinds of stuff, spin moves, runners. Um, that's not really in John Collins' game. I like his game. I think he's a good pick and roll, pick and pop guy. It will be an interesting fit next to KP. Um, you know, he could clog the floor and clog up the spacing next to KP. Um, can he defend? Yeah, he can block shots and he he's a he's a thinner guy, but he is athletic. Um so I'm I'm not excited for this trade, honestly, to be at, to be honest, if it happens. But like you said, there's smoke, there's fire. They've been you know, Shams has said that the Wizards are interested in John Collins. Multiple multiple people have said the Wizards are interested in John. Even last year, they said they were interested in John Collins. So, um, it, it's I like John Collins. I just don't see it pushing the Wizards forward much at all. Um, and, you know, John Collins is getting paid $23.5 million. So, I feel like that's basically what Kuz is going to get this offseason. But if, if Kuz doesn't want to be here, then you don't have a choice. You know, if you actually had a choice to bring him back, then I definitely wouldn't make this move. Um, and it's funny that, you know, Bradley Bill liked to tweet today saying that um, there there was a trade proposal on Twitter saying uh, the Wizards would get John Collins, Joss Akoji, and a 2023 first-round pick from the Suns. The Hawks would get Jay Crowder, Will Barton. I'm I'm fine with moving on from Will Barton, so I think that that would be a good move. Um, and the Suns would get Kyle Kuzma. And then Bradley, somebody else tweeted saying, this is not good, might as well just keep Kuz. And Bradley Bill actually liked the tweet, so Brad wants to keep Coos.
3: Yeah, and I mean Brad's a guy, so I mean if he's, you know, that's that's the other side of the you know of, of the coin, man. You know, with him being a fan of Coos, you know, because the front office has let Brad make a lot of decisions. You know, Spencer did when he was a decision that you know Brad kind of okayed. So you know he's got a lot of say when it comes to potential moves. So you very well could see Coos stay here long term, especially with him being a fan favorite. You know, because attendance is a little low, low, brother. So, you know, the, if you can keep a fan favorite, that's you know, it's all the better for the financial side of the team. So it's just, it all, you know, this depends on the direction. I mean, I know the team is full steam ahead to build around Bill. But it's just because this could be one of the better deals because, I mean, you where do you go from here? You know, Phoenix showed that people aren't really valuing our young guys like we, you know, like we do. So. Where do you go from here? So I think that really that's the best move you are going to get, in my opinion. Because and there's going to be lateral moves. Because look, every year that Bradley builds here, his salary goes up. So it's going to get harder and harder to build around him. So you might as well try to swing for the fences now and try to you know and hoping that KP's resigned So yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So I think that their hands are their hands are tied. If the reports that Coos really doesn't want to be here, then you have to get value for him. I mean, they, they should shop around. I think the Hawks are interested in Kuz, the Mavericks, there's many other teams. So, um, But, yeah, John Collins, and I guess it would be another solid three. It still wouldn't be a big three. It would be a solid three of Brad, John Collins, and uh, and Porzingis. So, all right, but the Wizards, they play the Sixers tomorrow. And then, like you said, with the Tennis, they they do have a deal for tickets. It's a two-for-25 deal. I think this, the tickets are in the upper section, so. If people want to go to the game tomorrow against the Sixers, they can definitely do that. But we're going to do a preview of the Sixers and then wrap it up before we do that. we am going to get a quick word in from Brandon.
3: Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowls, season to basketball and the World Cup, we got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts such as this one, you can find even those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Here's the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
3: Parks, thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listening today. Now make Locked On Sports Today your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked Sports Today podcast available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right. So the Sixers do play the, I mean, the Wizards play the 76ers tomorrow (laughs) night in DC at seven. So what are your thoughts about the Sixers this year? And uh, what's your keys to victory?
3: Well, i tell you, they're going against a a team that's, you know, a contending team. So this is a measuring stick, you know, are they going to be consistent? You know, this is a showing out game, so it's really going to see where they're at. So I think this is a team that is, we played like a 500 team, a team that really you don't know is going to be a playoff team or a lottery team. You know, we've, kind of, we've been kind of inconsistent. So I think this is definitely a measure and stick game. Keys of victory, man. Ball movement, let's keep it rocking, man. When we play as a team, we are a team, and we respond. We are, we score, we defend, we we you know we push the pace. So play team basketball on both ends of the floor uh two one thing you saw from this game keep your foot on the pedal keep knocking them out keep hitting them make sure they're out man (laughs) you know straight up you know it's like like it's mma man put them out you know once you get it you know if you get that momentum keep it going you know keep your foot on the pedal and three man the solid three really communicate with each other as a cohesive unit You, you really this team really goes off the pulse of the solid three you know when they chances are when you know two out of three are playing well we win now when three out of three are rocking we usually win i mean so i want to see consistent play from the solid three you know if one of them struggles you know at least two out of three get the hot you know so that would be my keys of victory
2: definitely yeah so they just be the knicks on christmas um they're a slower methodical team with joel Embiid. uh we usually when we play them we double them and we try to double james harden last time tyrese maxey hasn't been playing lately he's a wizards killer for sure Tobias Harris is a Wizards killer. Joel Embiid's a Wizards killer. All these guys are Wizards killers on, on, the, on the Sixers. So when Embiid, if, 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 if Wes wants to double him, I would just quickly double him once he gets the ball. If they do, I wouldn't do a slow double where Joel Embiid just – see because we always slowly go with the double and just the guy can see the two guys coming up at him. And, of course, he's going to pass him on James Harden for a wide open three, or he'll pass it to Tobias for a wide open three. So if Wes decides to double Joel Embiid, Please quickly double them. If it doesn't work, quickly get off and rotate. Um, we got a rebound against Joel Embiid, of course. Um, they crash the boards a lot. Um, they're, a sl- they're 26 in pace, so they don't want to run. So I think we should definitely try to push the pace um, against Joel Embiid. I think Gafford, he's a guy that should run the floor. Chris Stapps as well. Um, Kuz, keep running the floor. Monte Morris, push the pace. Um, James Harden doesn't want to run back on defense. We know that for sure, so I would definitely push the pace um against the Sixers for sure um and like you said ball movement just unselfish play um defense of course DeLon Wright I want to see him he'll 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 probably have to get the assignment of James Harden and just make it tough on James um James Harden has been on a tear lately too with assists and scoring um so yeah it's going to be a tough game but if the Wizards do really want to compete then this this is a game that you have to show up at home and make it make it a competitive game and, and win this game for sure so um and one last thing I'll say about John Collins, we don't even we don't even have a point guard to really set him up either to make it easier for him. So that's why I'm I'm not really high on a trade, too. So we'll see what happens with that. But once again, um those are my keys to victory with the Sixers. Um they're a good defensive team. They're ranked second in defensive rating. Offensive rating, they're 14th. Um, like I said, they're 26th in pace. They get to the free throw line a lot because of Joel and B. They're gonna have to defend without fouling, just keep your hands up because he can live at the free throw line for sure. So um it, it's going to be a tough game for the Wizards. It's going to be uphill battle. So, do you think the Wizards? What's your uh, final score prediction for the game as well?
3: Hmm. I'm gonna be honest, man. I, I think it's gonna be an nail. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't think you're alone <laughs> in that, though. <laughs> I, th- I hope they fulfill the keys of victory, but <laughs> you know, I you know, Philly's a, a different animal, man. I mean, mm. they're just they are a contending team. You know, James Harden's a little a little older, but I mean, still, you know, he could contribute at a high level. So. Embiid, you know, I think that's going to test our, our centers. Embiid's a mm-hmm. whole different guy, man, especially with KP, how he plays against Embiid if he plays at the five. So, you know, because like you said, he, he struggles against bigs who are a bigger, stronger guy. So mm-hmm. I think that's one thing and how they play. Can Gafford man him against Embiid? I don't know, man, because he's kind of between the two. Mm-hmm. But I think that going forward with this game, I would definitely play the same lineup, but I would switch out Monte for DeLon I, mm-hmm. because I think DeLon Wright is the best answer at. The, like you said, defending James Harden, he's the, he's the answer at point guard. I don't think I think Montez not going he's not going to be able to handle James, man. So uh, the
2: score, mm. I'm gonna roll with 107, 98, 76. Okay, I'll probably go uh, 112 to 112 to 109. I think the Wizards are going to keep it close. Um, I think it's going to come down to our last second shot. I hate for this to happen, but I think Brad's going get to the, get the ball at the last second. Um, and uh, we'll end up losing at the last second. Um, but once again, another stat I found: the um, the Sixers are second in three point percentage, shooting 38 percent from the three. So we have to defend the three point line. We're not good at defending the three point line at all. Um, so that's that's something that I see too. That the that the uh, Sixers are good at. Uh, George's Miang, he comes off the bench. He can shoot well. Shake Milton, um, DeAnthony Melton is good at shooting threes. Tobias Harris can shoot too. So um, they got a deep t- they got a deep roster and Montrezl Harold comes off the bench too. So they got a deep team. We got there's some familiar there's some familiar guys on the Sixers team for sure. But my, my final score prediction, like I said, I think I think they end up losing one to the one or nine. But I, I think it's a competitive game. I don't see a blowout happening at all.
3: I mean, one thing is for sure is gonna be a lot of passion. Like you said, Montre, mm-hmm. he's gonna yeah. be
2: there, man. So it's gonna be some
3: feelings because <laughs> he was one of the guys you know, they sent him back home to Charlotte. So Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's gonna be competitive but just like i said philly's a whole different animal man i mean they're 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 a team that plays well together and you brought niang niang cooked this last time i mean he was you know so that's the i think that's the key too is you got to respond against this bench we got to win the battle of the benches too i think that would be a factor that if we're going to be competitive our bench has to win that matchup
2: so Mm -hmm.
3: yeah it's gonna be an l but i I think there's gonna be some fire there's gonna Mm -hmm. gonna be some fire so
2: Definitely. Yeah. Rui's got to show up. We need another big game from Rui again. I I don't I don't think uh, Niang can guard him. Montrez, any of the guys that they put on. him, I think he should definitely take over uh, with the bench unit. But we want to thank you guys for listening. hope you guys had a great holiday. Uh, Once again, make sure you guys check out Locked On Sports today. Now for your now make now for your second listen, check out Peter Bukowski, who brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today podcast available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you guys subscribe, rate, and review. We're almost at 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. I want to thank you guys for listening. The end of the year is coming up, so we thank you guys for listening the whole year 2022 as well. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.